Good evening, good evening, good evening. This is Mike Razor here on the Real Estate Confidant. Hope you all are having a wonderful day today. Today, uh, today's episode is going to be on pitching a client. So this is for a real estate agent who is a newbie real estate agent or uh, existing. It doesn't matter. This could also be for an investor as well. Who this? Who's doing wholesaling and who's trying to pitch the? Uh, who's trying to pitch the owner of the property so that you could be the actual representative of the um, other property? Okay. Uh, this sh- should be an easy process, but within um, within the details. It may be complex for some, okay? So, in order for for you to uh, get to the point where you are uh, actually pitching the um, owners of these properties or representatives of these properties, you have to already have certain foundational things in order. you should already have your business cards in order. You should already have your website and email in order, your business email in order. Um, not your Gmail account, but your so and so at homehelp.com or something to that, you know, to that effect. You want to have your fax machine and your uh, your office space and all of that good stuff already in place. If you work for a real estate agency, all those things are already going to be there for you uh, when you first start with the company. So that's not going to be a problem. Um, And then once you have that foundation ready, you have your business cards um, and all that good stuff. The next thing you want to do is find a specific neighborhood that you're interested in, in in selling properties. I find out which markets are which. You could get the Real Deal magazine. You could get the yearly Real Deal portfolio specs um, and and, um, analytics for the year um, on a specific neighborhood. This is going to help you out to get you to that next point. Okay, so you want to take that information and you want to study it as much as you possibly can. Find out which neighborhood you feel you would be able to work well in and then focus on that neighborhood. Go to Craigslist as go to FSBO.com. You may need to purchase an actual program, which some people have programs, um, apps, software that allow you to pinpoint um, actual LLCs who have uh, purchased properties in the neighborhood. These are good because usually those are actual investors in real estate as opposed to just John Doe phone number, etc. Okay. Um, and then what you want to do, start making those phone calls, send out emails, uh, send out, uh, mailers in the, in the mail. But I have found that it's better to pick up that phone, call the number and actually speak to them directly. See their, see where their mind is and get to get them comfortable enough to set up an appointment for you to look at the property um, and see where they're actually going with the sale of the property. Most uh, property 
owners that are trying to sell on their own they don't know anything about the market really um uh, it may be because a, a family member passed away and they inherited the property it could be because they just are tired of having it and they want to sell it they may be retiring and they want to sell it so it just depends okay um so what you want to do is and what what i used to do i would um actually get uh an analysis comps of the properties in the neighborhood but then i would also look at where the property is i would look at if it's a, an apartment a condo co-op inside a particular building i would look at the price points in that in that particular building square footage etc and then i would base it on the past five years or so analytics and price uh, increase or price decrease based on the market as a whole uh, a lot of people don't go through that but i did and i also created graphs that show the difference visualization visual show people the visual put together a, um, a, an actual program for these uh, fsbo's um, who are trying to relieve themselves of this you know this property maybe it's property they loved maybe it's a property that they hated it, it doesn't matter we are the saving grace we're going to help them we have the connections we know the right people we have the clientele okay so what you want to do is you want to um get a black folder put your business card in the black folder maybe your company the company you work for has a folder okay you want to take that information you want to also put in sometimes the our companies uh like the companies that i worked for had already had um analysis uh, uh documentation just laying around grab a couple of those put those inside with the logo and as professional as you could possibly make it and or once you set up an appointment time and date you head over there make sure you're early make sure you're dressed appropriately um suit tie i mean to the t um and present yourself as if you are a professional and you are the best at what you do okay uh no mediocre no half behind in it i mean you're on point you are the best in your business okay they don't know you you don't know them first impression show truth okay all right now in terms of over the phone it may take you a few calls it may take you a few um a few advertisements but know that over time you're gonna get a call back over time you're gonna receive an email back over time um you're gonna get someone to pick up that phone when you call them okay even if you gotta you have to go to the to their well no don't do that but sometimes you know you want if you're really trying to to find out as much information as you can you could go to the area in which the property is no trespassing please but just look at the neighborhood look at what you're working with look at the price point that they're trying to sell a property for see if this is uh, a decent enough neighborhood for them to sell the property in with that price point uh see if <clears throat> the other uh, other properties in the neighborhood with the same square footage have sold uh within that neighborhood have sold the same 
Uh, obviously, same bedroom sizes, same or similar closet spaces, you know, as, as comparable as possible, right? Okay. But once you get in there, once you knock on that door, once the owner opens the door, he greets you, you greet him, and you walk in and you know what you're talking about. That's the next step. Know exactly what you're going to say before you walk in there, okay? No need to mumble or stumble over your words. You are showing that person that you are the professional. You know what you're doing. You're going to first ask them what they are looking for, okay? This is in all sales, all sales. We all know this. You need to find out what they are interested in, the things that they require, the things that they want to uh, want to have happen. How fast do they want the property sold? Um, how long have they had the property? Have they done any renovations on the property? Is it an in inherited property? Um, like you need to find out what they're, if they are um, eager to sell um, or if they're just lollygagging and just trying to see if they could get it off. If not, you know, you don't want to waste your time. You know what I mean? Sometimes in the beginning, you may want to waste your time. You may just to try it out, get your feet wet. Okay, I'll work with you. You know, let's see what happens. They're going to ask you whether you feel the price, price point is, is, is the right price for the neighborhood. But before they even say that, you have to be honest and upfront with them. Well, the median price point for this neighborhood is $345,000 for the studio in a, in a, in a condo or co-op setting. Uh, as we all know, in the 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 average uh, the average HOA fee in this particular neighborhood is seven or eight hundred dollars, separate separate from whatever the mortgage is. Um, you know, and with that being said, is the price point appropriate for sale? You have to also look at what the taxes are in the neighborhood. You know, the property may be nice. It may be amazing. Like there was one property I saw in Jersey uh, in the in uh, part of Trenton. That was actually pretty decent. Uh, it was it was a mini mansion and they, it, they were selling it for one hundred thousand dollars. Right. Uh, it was a couple of them. Um, and they looked uh, as if like the owner passed away. It used to be a house where the whole family lived in. But um they just left it abandoned because they, you know, I, I, from when I, what I saw, it looked as if they, um, like the taxes, they couldn't pay the taxes and then the bank took it over, you know, cause everything, all their family assets and what have you was still in the house. Okay. But when looking at the property, I said, the property is amazing. It's really, uh, there's some things that need to be renovated on. I can get a two or three K renovation loan on it. Um, but then I realized the piping were there were parts of the house where the piping was pulled out out of the walls in certain bathrooms. Now this is this house was like uh, like seven bedrooms, six bathrooms. It, like it was a really big house. Um, it had like three or four levels to it, not including the basement and a huge backyard. Um, but they were selling it for a hundred thousand dollars. Now if it's a hundred thousand dollars. You know, the mortgage wouldn't be that much money, but guess what? The taxes in that particular block, and the block wasn't that big, but because the block was made up of mostly mini mansions to mansions, um, the taxes were 
over $10,000 a year. So not only are you paying, you know, uh, five, six, seven hundred dollars a month in a mortgage, you're also paying uh, ten thousand divided by twelve every month. Okay, on top of that, um, so you have to, you know, I mean, and honestly speaking, that's really not that much. But when you go into, okay, I need to get this renovated. I got to make sure I have reserve money. I have to make sure you're looking at the whole, not the half of the situation. Um, uh, make sure you have, you, you know, you, you definitely would have had equity in the, an equity in the property uh, whenever you brought in the um, the appraiser for the, you know, for the uh, to the town. Uh, so that, you know. And then at the same time, it was a big enough space where you could probably have your whole family move in and everybody's paying a little bit and still have enough space where, you know, you don't even realize your cousin is in the room three floors up, you know, that kind of thing. Um, But the point is overall, the point that I'm trying to make is this, is know your stuff, have your portfolio ready together to present to the individual for you to um, for you to uh, sell yourself, okay. Um, the other thing you want to do is once you have everything implemented, you have a contract right in front of you. This is something that I always say to have. You need to have a pen. You need to have your uh, your contract in front of you. You need to have your business cards in front of you. If you have brochures or anything of that nature. Uh, maybe mortgage bankers, uh, mortgage brokers that you work with have their information in this portfolio package for these people. Okay. Um, uh, it may be a situation where they, once they sell, they may be looking to purchase another property. So you could work with them on both ends of the spectrum. Okay. If you plan on becoming an exclusive agent for them, that's another thing you might be, you want to have that contract with you. Okay, I'm going to be an exclusive agent Uh, in New York by law. Excuse me. Any individual that you work with, you have to have them sign a a non-disclosure agreement. Okay, Um, so just make sure you have all of that stuff together as professional as possible. There have been times, many a times when I work with clients who are a team of people who are trying to learn to sell something. And the one thing that they don't have is what's what's needed in order to close the deal. They don't have a pen. They don't have their business cards. They don't even have an application to give. So even if you go and you are showing a video, for example, a three minute video on this is this is my mortgage company. This is my real estate company. This is what I do. This is your property. This is the neighborhood that you're in. This is the sell, you know, the price point where the neighborhood's selling. You want to sell it for this amount. Um, it's a highly unlikely, or it's likely we could get it sold at this price point. Here are the statistics to show on average. This month alone, we've sold this uh, this amount of property in this in this particular neighborhood. Um, and it's at this particular rate. So if we could get you going now, get you on the right marketing platforms to push this property, we could get you going. 
our uh, percentage rate is uh, 6%. Um, and if we merge with another agent in our company or another company, we split it 3%, okay? So understand what our fee is for this particular sale, okay? So this is what you want to do. You just want to make sure you are as professional as possible, have all of these things in a row. Um, what you guys could do is you, I have the uh, real estate, newbie real estate professionals book um, on amazon.com right now is $7.99. Um, I may be slashing that price. I need to, I actually need to go on Amazon and, and, and change up some things, but right now it's $7.99. You could go ahead and pick that up on amazon.com, um, forward slash author forward slash Michael Razor. You, you should be able to just go to Amazon.com and just type in under books, type in the uh, 90 Day Blitz for newbie real estate professionals. And uh, it's a red book and you sh it should be able to, it should pop up. Uh, you may have to just type my name in, but you know. Um, but it, it goes, that book goes into a, a deeper description and, and process and what it is that I'm talking. It also gives you websites and so on and so forth that'll, that'll also help you in the sales process uh, as becoming a representative of uh, an, ind an individual who is selling their property. property. Uh, you have become at that point a seller's agent, right? And this is what a lot of real estate agents are pushing for to be the, the representative of properties uh in the neighborhood right not many people want to be a buyer's agent because usually it takes a longer period of time to get someone to buy a property as it is to get someone to sell a property anybody in the industry knows that right um okay so that's going to be the show for the day ladies and gentlemen it's 18 minutes and 16 seconds in i'll be talking to you all have a good night